Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Ben Rogers. So the verse we're looking at is 1 Thessalonians 1.6. It's a really short one. Um, but I think that the Lord really just wants to refresh us this morning through this verse. And we're going to create some space just to receive from his spirit and be refreshed. So it says, You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. Now, I wonder if you can think of a time when someone or something has come at just the right time. I get a bus to work, so I know lots about the wrong time, but this is about a good thing coming just at the right time into a difficult situation. It could be a timely message from a friend after you've had some disappointing news. It could be a tax rebate after a kind of strained month financially. It could be a change in circumstance just when you thought things weren't going to change. Well, that's exactly the feeling that Paul is observing here. It's how the Thessalonians respond to hearing Paul and Timothy unpack the gospel for them in the middle of what is a very difficult and oppressive situation. Um, As Rory said last week, Paul and Timothy actually had to leave uh, Thessalonica because they were chased out by a mob. And that was just the Jews from um, speaking in the synagogue. But also it was a city under Roman occupation. So unless you were rich or powerful or Roman, life would be really difficult for you. Um, And there was very little accountability for the police. People would be kind of harassed in streets. They could ask you for money for different things. So it would have been a really difficult time for these early believers. Um, As I was reading this and thinking about what to say, a proverb came to mind that says, like cold water to a weary soul is good news from a distant land. Well, the message of Christ's resurrection coming through Paul to the Thessalonians, the promise of eternal life, of a reason to live and a way to do it, would have been like cold water to their weary souls. It's literally good news coming from a distant land. And what we see in this verse is the response of that. Uh, There's both a voluntary and an involuntary response, so a choice and a kind of automatic thing. The choice is that it says they welcomed the message. It's like an active decision that the Thessalonians welcome it. But it also says, with the joy that came from the Holy Spirit, that was given by the Holy Spirit. So that's the automatic part, the involuntary part. And that's because when the word of God reaches hearts that are open and willing to receive, there's this automatic reaction that takes place and the product is joy. To use the parable of the sower, if this is the seed falling on fertile soil, then the spirit is like water bringing new life and triggering even more growth than could have come otherwise. Um, I don't know if anyone saw in the news recently that scientists have made this breakthrough with nuclear fusion. Again, I've said this before, I'm not a scientist, but just to unpack quickly, it's basically they've been able to capture some of the energy that comes from a nuclear reaction and capture more than they had before. And basically it opens the door to kind of unlimited energy sources because uh, 
with nuclear fusion, there's all these particles that bounce around and basically one initial reaction triggers an endless number of successive reactions. So one little reaction up front, particles all start bouncing off each other and that sort of constant bouncing and colliding creates endless energy. There is a reason I give you that science lesson over. It's because when the spirit meets open hearts, accompanied by the word, that's the reaction that we see. It has this kind of initial burst, but it also triggers this endless cycle of um, reactions. Again, it's like water to a weary soul and it's an unending life-generating collision. Hopefully that's encouraging news this morning. But it does also come with a warning. We're reading the very first paragraph of Paul's letter to the Thessalonians here. If you fast forward to the very last paragraph, there's a verse that says, don't quench the spirit. Now, surely the spirit can't die out. Well, those verses suggest that, yes, there's this automatic reaction that takes place right at the start. But there's also the potential that it can fade if we don't nurture it and we don't actively encourage it and be refreshed and be filled with the spirit. I wonder if we feel the spirit is alive in us today or if we feel there's something of having quenched it. I wonder how many churches have missed out on the joy of the Lord because they've quenched the spirit. It's really important that we keep coming back to that life source and letting the spirit of God move in our hearts, allowing light and warmth to radiate from this reaction that's happening inside of us. It could be taking an hour out just to ask him to fill us with his spirit, to sit with an open Bible, maybe some worship music on, and just uh, ask him to fill us and see what he says. But it could also be 30 seconds just before a meeting or a dinner um, or any other activity, really, just to say, Lord, fill me now, fill me with your spirit. Would you speak to me? Would you work through me? And I think it's amazing that when we orient our hearts in that place, the way that we approach them differently and also see God work through them because we've done that. The spirit is in us, the chain reaction has started, but it's really important that we nurture it and sustain that life-giving potential. Today we began by praying into Matthew nineteen fourteen as an invitation to come to Jesus as a child and lay aside everything that might have the potential to hinder us as we meet with his presence. And then we prayed to know the joy of the Holy Spirit in a fresh way as a response to what Ben spoke about from 1 Thessalonians and that the Lord in his kindness would lead us to be imitators of him and his way of life rather than the ways of the world. <laughs>